what's up y'all it's your man Ernest so you love Ernest and this is the last podcast before doomsday <laughs> you know um also this is the Ernest Thoughts podcast if you want to know the name but <laughs> nicknaming it the last podcast before doomsday and uh for those who are wondering well, what, what am I talking about what, what do you mean and, um you you know what I mean you know what I mean some some jokes or some things are better left unsaid unless you you know what I mean then just just act like I say um and yeah here's your doomsday bringer <laughs> Ernest or you love Ernest once again but I already said that anyways let's get into the episode but before I do so, I wanted to say rest in peace to <clears throat> Walter Wallace Jr. Walter Wallace Jr. is yet another black man gunned down, killed really, by the police force here in America. So, uh, what was the significance of this situation or what's the haps? You know what? What? What's? What's to deal with this situation? Um, well, the cops were called on Walter. Um, you know, I'm getting conflicted reports. Um, the 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 I've seen people say that the family actually called. Um, they of course they called nine one one, but they called for an ambulance, and then the ambulance for some reason did dispatch the police, which. If true, I have a problem with that because, especially with situations like this where uh, somebody is having a manic attack um, or they're 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 having an episode of some sort, right? Um, Let's just say somebody has PTSD and then they're they're just you know, for lack of a better word, and wilding out. Not saying not to make light of what they're doing or whatever, but they're having uh, basically an episode of some sort. Um, a, a lot of what uh, people who who talk about defunding the police, which actually it re- just usually means allocating the funds, um, a, a lot of that funds or some of those funds to mental health workers and and the the other, um, I guess forms of nine one one. So to fire departments to the hospitals and things of that nature we don't necessarily mean 100% at least we don't necessarily mean just take out all the damn money from the police departments um I've said this I don't I've said this in the past um but I don't think I've said it enough so I'll say it again um I personally think that the police should still be around but they did definitely should not be um as used as frequently as they are used you know somebody is sleeping outside of an apartment uh some homeless person is sleeping outside of a building any a building and they're on it outside you don't need to call the police for that you what's the point of sending somebody with a gun to handle a homeless person who just 
okay, let me put this air mattress that I found or just this dingy ass mattress right in front of here and sleep for the night and then move elsewhere or whatever. Even if they do stay there, so the fuck what? If they're not hurting anybody, they're not hurting you, there's no need to call the cops in a situation like that. Um, All the situations you're playing out in your head, oh, what if they did this? What if they do that? What if they... These are your thoughts. And nobody should have to pay the price of going to jail or dying because you have these crazy scenarios going in your head right now. If anybody needs a psyche valve, if that's your thoughts, as soon as you've seen a homeless person, it's you who needs said psyche valve. But anyways, not to get sideswiped, um, Walter was having an episode and his family said that they called the ambulance. Whoever was called, this man should not be dead, whether the police were actually called or the ambulance uh, dispatcher ended up not sending people over to help Walter and, and just sent the police after him. Now, Walter did from what I'm being what is being reported. Again, I did not see any videos. I'm not watching any videos. Um, but he approached the officer um, who shot him and killed him. <clears throat> he approached the cops with a knife. Um, and they did what they did because a cuckoo crazy guy approached him with a knife. But far too often, um, we see videos of both mentally uh, stable and maybe, uh, for lack of a better wording, unstable white men approach police officers with weapons. And they either get subdued without being killed or they are simply talk to and it's hey man calm down back back away back away stop stop you know and before anyone try to argue well what do you want them to do start killing white people that's that's the go-to these these fucks always say um no but we want the fair treatment we want fair treatment if you can look at this white life and say if i were to take this person's life Um, I'm taking somebody who is of value to individuals. I might not know who this individual is, but they are of value to somebody's life. And if I take their life, I'm taking away said value. If you can do that with the white lives that you, um, cannot take, you can, you should be able to do that with the black lives. But time and time again, you've shown that's not the case. And then you get upset when protesters scream, Black Lives Matter. <clears throat> despite what you think about the organization, despite what you think about all the rumors you hear about it, we're talking about the saying of Black Lives Matter, at least with me when I say it. Whenever y'all hear me say that during the outro, I'm not saying, hey, I'm a part of the Black Lives Matter organization. Hey, I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not giving them a shout out. I'm not saying I'm a part of that. I'll let you know right now. I'm not a part of it. And it's not a shout out. I'm simply saying black lives do matter. 
Simply because you don't like the organization, that does not take away the fact that Black Lives Matter. You know, I wish the organization didn't mess up that saying or played a hand in messing it up. Because ultimately, whether the organization is a shit one or a great one, um, it is not up to them for your racist ass to look at black lives and say, oh, do they really matter? Or do they really? Or, you know, if you if you hear somebody say black lives matter and your initial thought is the organization, that's your dumbass vote. Because when I hear black lives matter, I hear somebody saying black people's lives matter. My mind doesn't go straight to the organization and oh my God, they're being funded by this person and oh my God, they're out here rioting and oh my God, they... No. Just having excuses for your racism and you need to stop that because you're really not doing it. You're not teaching anybody anything uh, as you think you are. You're not doing any justice to anything. You're not adding any substance to any conversation you want to have, any debate you want to have with people. You're, you're simply not. You're being an idiot who conflates actual lives mattering to a fucking organization that you disagree with. And I'm not saying you have to agree with them. But you can't really determine the difference between an organization and people who actually believe that black people's lives matter. But yet you think you have the intelligence enough to want to debate people. Fuck out of here. Anyways, I know I went all over the place when talking about this Walter uh, Wallace situation because that was done purposely because I honestly don't have nothing else to say that I haven't already said probably hundreds of times. And I really do mean hundreds of times. I was just looking at how many episodes I did of this podcast, 133. So probably it's safe to say I've I've said the same thing whenever a black life is taken um, or pretty much the same thing. Hundreds of times already within my three years of doing this podcast. So I'm not going to stop talking about it simply because... I don't have anything new to say because I I, I will add on some nuance to it. But at the same time, um, sometimes it's, it's good to repeat yourself. Sometimes you have to repeat yourself. You know, uh, maybe I'm getting new listeners. You know, my, my listeners have increased. I will say that. I'm trying to look at the good in life now and shit and what's going well. And I will say my listenerships from both podcasts have increased. But I'm especially happy about this podcast in particular because for the longest, um, I just felt like I wasn't going to get more than, you know, single digit views, (laughs) to be honest with y'all. So to see that I've been for the past few months now I'm gonna say I've been getting a double digit uh, views that's that makes me happy you know but this is not about me well at least this segment it's not about me this is about uh, Walter Wallace 
I understand his family saying they don't want from what I saw yesterday, his family saying they don't want the cops to face any type of death penalty. They just want better police and this, that, and the third. Um, I'm going to leave the families alone because, again, I don't want to. They're mourning right now, and I have a heart. You know, I don't agree with their statements, just like I don't agree with Baltheme Jean's brother's statement, just like I don't agree with uh, that brother who was shot. Um, I forget his name already. Jacob Blake. I don't I don't agree with the statements he made about his his uh, shooting. But what I'm not going to do is get on here and talk shit about any of them um, fulfilling however they feel. That's just not what I'm going to do. But I will say that I disagree with all of their statements. But that's as far as it's going to go. So um, we'll see what happens with the police um, in this situation. I will not be surprised if they do get off because whether whether Wallace's family said we want them to get the death penalty or get punished for this or not, um, it was likely that the officers were involved in that situation were going to get off anyways. So at the end of the day, and not to sound like an asshole, but it really didn't matter what the Wallaces thought. Um, should happen to the police because I'm saying nine times out of ten, um, or I want to say 99.99 times out of 100, the cop is going to the the the, the uh, verdict is already being been predetermined, not by some ju- jury or whatever, but predetermined by attorney generals, the cops involved, and all that, and. You, you can bet nine times out of ten that the, the, the cop or cops involved in said situation get off. Um, so that's my thoughts on that situation. You're, you, as always, can feel free to chime in. Um, there's still a lot more that I want to discuss in this episode. Like I said, this is the last episode before Doomsday. Therefore... I want to get all of my thoughts out (laughs) as it pertains to, uh, you know, the current political climate, the presidential race. Um, So, yeah, I want to get it all out in this episode because who knows what's going to happen next week, next weekend, I should say, next Saturday when I record this episode. So uh, stay tuned. Alright, so I'm waiting for this video to boot up. I'm, I'm going to be transparent with y'all. So, part of, uh, part of the audio for this video is in a video that someone else's YouTube video. And I don't want to play their audio, but I do want to play the audio of Hunter Biden speaking. And yes, I'm speaking about the Hunter Biden 
situation. Not the sex tape, ill. I'm talking about this situation that he finds himself in, this this scandal. Um, how dare you, lady? You know it's the most important and lastful. It's the most... How dare you? You just want to trim the wheel. No. I want the truth to come out and I want to talk about whatever I want to talk about during this podcast. And I don't want Trump to win. I don't want Biden to win either. Um, but as it's looking like at least unless unless some miracle happens, <laughs> one of them is well, fuck it. I doubt uh, I doubt election night doomsday. Um, is going to go as smoothly as the past elections did. I say that with a question mark because I don't know if the past, I don't think or remember if the past election nights went well. The last election I went to sleep because I knew that the Jill Stein was not going to win. And I woke up to a Trump presidency. Anyways, I got the video here. I'm going to pause this clip right now and then start. And I'm going to press play. This clip meaning what I'm saying right now. And then I'll press play once Hunter Biden. And yes, he sounds like Joe Biden. So if Joe ever was like, it's not my son. Psst. The, the, the DNA test says, that's your boy, nigga. Anyways. I'm going to play his audio, and then we're going to talk more about uh, this supposed fake news. Okay, I got my audios mixed up. So, first, actually, because there's two clips I wanted to play for y'all. So, the first clip, it's not Hunter, but it's this guy, Bobolinsky, who supposedly worked with Joe Biden and Hunter, Hunter Biden He's basically a part of all of the the shit that um, they did behind the scenes, um, the, you know, the corruption and all that. And he's coming out and he's saying, yep, we did it. Yep. Biden's a part of that. Yep. Hunter's a part of that. So first clip, once again, Baba Lansky. Set the record straight about the involvement of the Biden family. Vice President Biden, his brother Jim Biden, and his son Hunter Biden in dealings with the Chinese. I've heard Joe Biden say that he's never discussed business with Hunter. That is false. I have firsthand knowledge about this because I directly dealt with the Biden family, including Joe Biden. I have also heard that Vice President Biden said on Tuesday that Senator Ron Johnson, the chair of the Senate Homeland Security Committee, should be ashamed for suggesting that Biden family sought to profit from their name. Well, here are the facts I know, and everything I'm saying is corroborated by emails, WhatsApp chats, agreements, documents, and other evidence. And the American people can judge for themselves. I brought, I guess, for record, three phones, that spanned the years 2015 through 2018. 
These phones have never been held by anybody else besides myself. I was told this past Sunday by somebody who was also involved in this matter that if I went public this information, it'd be, it would bury all of us, man. The Bidens included. I have no wish to bury anyone. I've never been political. The few contributions I have made have been to Democrats. But what I am is a patriot and a veteran. To protect my family name and my business reputation, I need to ensure that the true facts are out there. In late 2015, I was approached by James Gillier, whom I had known for many years, about joining him in a deal which he said would involve the Chinese state-owned enterprise, CEFC China Energy, and what he called one of the most prominent families in the United States. I was informed first by Gillier, and then by Hunter Biden, and by Rob Walker, who was working with the Bidens, that the Bidens wanted to form a new entity with CFC, which was to invest in infrastructure, real estate, and technology in the U.S. and around the world. And the entity would initially be capitalized with $10 million, and then grow to billions of dollars of investment capital. After months of discussion, I agreed to Gillier and Hunter Biden's request to become CEO of the entity to be called Sinohawk. Sino representing the Chinese side, Hawk representing Hunter Biden's brother Bo's favorite animal. And between February and May 2017, we exchanged numerous emails, documents, and WhatsApp messages concerning Sinohawk and its potential business. On May. Now, this. Okay. Let me pause that because like I said, it's it's the uh, Nets audio is the guy who's actually speaking in the video. I just took his audio and recorded the audio, meaning his audio, meaning the audio he used of Bobolansky, um, the video clip he's got of Bobolansky speaking in his video. Pretty much that's what I did because, well, I didn't want to search for the audio myself and I didn't know how to spell Bobolansky. So... As you heard, um, Bob Lansky got the goods. He has, if you are going to watch this video or watch the video of him speaking, he has three phones and he says within uh, those three phones is all the information he's detailing and the, the information he's detailing to the press at that moment via... Uh, and that information is information from WhatsApp conversations, emails, um, you name it. <laughs> Anywhere you can send a message to somebody, it seems like they were contacted on those various outlets. Now, not every outlet, of course, but he just named he named the ones where, um, you know, you can uh, that was an email. Anyways, but yeah, he named the ones where you where they got all the information. So that's Bob Alansky speaking. Um, hopefully the Hunter audio is exactly in this video or else I got to do more fishing around. But still stay tuned because the next audio clip should be Hunter Biden speaking. Not necessarily Bob Alansky or anybody else.
Alright, alright. I had to stop that other audio, like I said. Man, oh man. I told y'all he sounded like his father. He sounds just like Joe. So, Joe, if you listen to this, if you ever thought, man, Hunter is too dumb to be my son. Eh? Eh? That that the the apple didn't fall f- too far from the Biden tree. Come on, man. But no, nah, it didn't. Um, now, why am I doing this? You just want Trump to win. That's why you're doing it. <laughs> no, once again, I, I I I don't want Trump to win. I don't want Biden to win either. But. From the tradition, I must say, of a presidential election, one of them has to win. Um, you know? And, you know, I said this last week. I said that a Biden, Biden-Harris Biden victory would just mean that I can hold you all, you meaning those who voted for him, and want to be upset with me because I refuse to, I can hold you all accountable for holding him and Harris accountable for the changes y'all claim y'all want to, y'all want to force them to make. You know, when AOC, when Bernie Sanders and everybody else and all the other progressives, right, say things like, oh, we have to vote for them, but let's hold them accountable. When Noam Chomsky gets on his shit and starts saying that. And I'm going to talk about Noam Chomsky. Um, I think it's one of the last second. It's either second to last uh, subject or the last very last. Either or you're going to hear about him later if you continue listening. And I appreciate that. Um, But again, I'm putting this out there with the understanding that a lot of people who might be listening to this who are indeed voting for Biden, whether because you feel like he's the lesser of two evils or you feel like he is actually a good candidate and he's perfect and he doesn't lie and all this other shit, right? And there's no scandals and all that stuff. I I do that with the understanding that y'all are not going to listen to this tape and say, who cares? Y'all not going to listen to what Bob Alansky had to say and, and believe him or at least say let me uh look into what bob uh what 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 this information is i know that this is strictly for the people who might be listening to this and you don't know what's what's up you don't know what's going on you you heard things but none of the people the media outlets that you are that you might be paying attention to main, mainstream media outlets mostly, but none of them are coming out and saying these things or playing these tapes. But they are very quick to put out Donald Trump tapes of him in locker rooms or him having locker room talk or whatever it's called, talking about grabbing women by the pussy and uh, buying women furniture so he can sleep with them and buying women things so he can sleep with them and yeah that stuff comes out and that sleazeball as it sounds what the fuck does any of that have to do with 
running a country. He didn't say, let's grab China by the pussy. <laughs> he, he said women. And it's most likely he's talking about white women or just American women in general. He's talking about tricking off of women, basically. You know? You might have your thoughts and feelings about that, but what the fuck does that matter to do with corruption? Yeah. Anyways... I put out the information for y'all, for y'all who um, are looking for said information and don't know where to find it. I put it out there for y'all. I can't call myself somebody who is independent media, somebody who believes that the word should be spread and then not do any of the word spreading. You know, that's just what I think. Um, But again, I've report on this with the 100% understanding that people who are going to vote for Biden anyways don't care. People who are going to vote for Trump anyways, they only care because it's going to implicate Biden. But if this was Donald Trump and that was Eric Trump on those tapes and Bob Alansky worked with Trump and Eric Trump and the and uh, other Trumps and stuff it they wouldn't have cared so don't don't for a second Trump supporters think that I'm doing y'all guy a solid because I would do the exact same thing if Donald Trump was in this situation in fact I am going to talk about Trump and the rape allegations um because I, I feel like I need to, I want to talk about that. So here it goes. Um, not now, but when, when that topic is brought up. So my thoughts on the whole situation, do I believe, what do I believe to be true or not? I think both tapes are very, um, tapes meaning, uh, the audio clips from Bobolansky and um, Hunter. Very, very, very incriminating information from Hunter Biden. Uh, now, he does not say, he, he says my father, but he does not say who his father is. So, if this, I don't see this going into any type of court or anything, but if it were to go into court, Joe would still possibly get off off of the simple fact that his name is not being stated unless Bobolensky once again shows the evidence and all that other stuff but according to these tapes and I mean nobody is going to refer to their parent or let me not say nobody but most people are not going to refer to their father as their father's first name or full name unless they want to rat out their own father and was like yeah, I was doing this drug deal. And my dad, Joseph Biden. Did you hear that? Let me say it again. Joseph Biden was also a part of this. But nah, he referred to his dad as his dad or my father. Because that's what normal people. And yes, I'm going to say Hunter Biden in this situation is a normal person. <laughs> That's what normal people do when they refer to their fathers, such as if anybody were to refer to their mom. They're not going to say um, Jill Biden. They're, he's going to say my mom. 
for my mother. But either or, we know who he's talking about. If these tapes, and I still got to say if, I do believe they're true, but I still got to say if, for the sanctity of protection of, of journalism, right? If these tapes are true, and if that is Hunter Biden, on that tape, we know he's referring to his shady business dealing and when he talks about my best friend implicated me and my father he's talking about himself obviously that's what the word me means and his father being joe biden and this is news that you're not going to hear in the mainstream media because they clearly have a bias for biden and um yeah, news like this were to get out. I don't think everybody would be like, uh, well, you know, I, maybe I'm going to second guess my vote. Um, but I think there will be some people, those Democratic voters who are under the Democratic spell and think that the Dems are peachy clean and the Republicans are the problem with everything. I think once those who, and I don't even think every one of those individuals will catch on, but I think a, a, a sizable amount of them would. And because of that, they will either do a dumbass thing and vote for Trump, or they will do the logical thing and look for politicians that not only fit, um, that not only fight for. The policies and or has policies to begin with, but fight for the policies that they are that they are for, but a politician they can trust not to do shady shit behind the scenes. And lo and behold, they might discover that a third party candidate is that is that politician. And then you know what's going to happen next. They're going to vote for that. And we will finally see if this is actually a representative government via voting or is it all bullshit? Because let's just say, say Howie Hawkins get the majority of the votes. And then the Electoral College says, yeah, we know you got the popular vote. But fuck it, we're still going to choose either Joe Biden or Donald Trump. They probably would choose Trump just to word it in a way to try to blame third party voters again and be like, see, see what happens when you vote third party. They're going to vote for Trump. They're going to put Trump anyway. Even though that happened in 2016 when Hillary Clinton got the popular vote. But now you're trying to frame it that if you give third party a third party candidate the popular vote, they're gonna appoint Trump the president anyway. But Hillary was the popular vote. I rem- I, f- I feel like I gotta remind y'all every time that she was the top notch popular vote. Jill Stein was dead last or literally like the second to last with the least amount of votes. 
But yeah, let's blame last place for first place's loss instead of the system, instead of first place themselves, or instead of the people who said they were going to vote for first place and didn't because they was lazy or they figured, ah, I live in a blue state. They got it. I told you, election night 2016, I was, I won't even call this person a friend because we just recently had a falling out, fuck that nigga, but I was over an ex-friend's house, let me put it that way, he was supposed to go out and vote for, with his sister, now I went to his house after I went to go vote because I'm a responsible young man, so, (laughs) Nah, but yeah, for real. I went and then I went to, you know, his house and he and his sister were supposed to go. And none of them went. Because they got lazy. And they figured, eh, we got it. She got it. Because we're in a blue state. Well, you clearly saw what happened. (laughs) You know? Um... So, yeah, the the news is out there. The news is on here about the whole Biden situation is what I'm talking about. And uh, if you if you need to replay both both uh, audio clips that I played for y'all, go right ahead. If you need a sound bite of them both, you're gonna have to do that work yourself. But you know. Clip the uh, the audio clips from this clip and get those sound bites yourself and um send them to people send them to people that you feel um you know would 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 want to hear it or need to hear it. Also do that with the podcast too. You know what I'm saying in general, but yeah, do that. And (laughs) feel free to let me know what you think about the information presented to you by yours truly. We still got more to talk about, so uh, stay tuned. All right, we back. Again, this is going to be a longer podcast because... This is stuff pertaining to the election and everything. And again, as I'm recording this, it's Saturday Halloween, by the way. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween for those who might be listening to who will be listening to this afterward, of course. Um, Hopefully your Halloween was good. Hopefully you had some good candy, good chocolate. Um, I would insert some, hey, save me a pieces of chocolate joke but um i don't trust y'all i think y'all gonna inject it with some shit and then act like you're a fan and be like hey i'm a fan of the podcast and ask for p.o box and then send it to me and then uh i eat it and then i get sick and i die and yeah that was your elaborate plan all along to shut me up because you don't want me talking shit about biden or uh you know brunch boots and and all that shit. So, save your damn chocolate. Um, I don't believe 
that your chocolate is untainted. At, uh, I will only believe it after you've eaten um, a couple pieces. Um, and then, and only then, you got to eat. Like, if you're giving me a whole bag, I want to see you eat at least three from the bag. Three random ones. Give me the bag of the chocolate. I'll shake it up. So you don't know which 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 pieces are the tainted ones or which ones are not the tainted ones. And then eat three pieces. Three. And um, report back to me in three days after that. And if you're feeling fine, then I'll eat the chocolate. If not, you just tainted yourself trying to taint me. And you going to jail. Anyways... Donald Trump's rape allegations. Um, I will say that I am kind of honestly surprised that this isn't getting the coverage that I... Well, actually, I'm not surprised. In, 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 uh, in other circumstances, I would be. If this wasn't too... Uh, if this... If this were to happen months ago, I and it didn't get coverage, I would be. But the reason why I think this is not getting as much coverage as one would probably want it to be or think it should be because, you know, there's someone accusing the president of the United States of rape. Um, It's for two reasons. One, the accuser could be lying. I didn't see any reports of you know, credibility. Um, there's pictures of Trump and this woman, but Trump flat out says that he not only doesn't know this woman, but he has not had any type of interactions with her, um, outside of said picture. Um, and that's that. Um, he could be lying, of course, because it's Donald Trump, but he, he could be telling the truth because liars don't lie all the time. There's, you know, a broken clock is 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 correct. Was it at least twice a day? Liars tell the truth sometimes at least twice a day as well. So this could be a situation where he she's they, they, they know she's lying and they don't want to put the evidence out there or. It could be they're trying to save face. What I mean by they trying to save face, the media is trying to save face because they're obviously in a midst in this situation right now of trying to show they're 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 biased. I mean, they're, the media's bias got been got exposed. I've been new about the media's bias uh, against Donald Trump and for the the uh, left the left wing, you know, for, for Democrats, right. Or for the left in general, there's a media bias for them. Um, but I think they are purposely suppressing these rape allegations via Trump just so they can put off this lie or this image of them not being biased. As I stated, when Trump's tax information came out, they was all over it. New York Times, all these other outlets, nothing. But these Hunter Biden tapes come out and the emails and everything. 
Twitter is suppressing it. Facebook is suppressing it. Twitter and Facebook did not suppress the tax information. They allowed New York Times. They allowed other publications to put it out there. But then when the New York Post tried to put out the the news that exposed Joe Biden, their tweets are taken down. Facebook is blocking them from putting it up. Um, And anybody who is trying to put it up or anything, their tweets are being taken down. And I think this situation, they're like, okay, now people are not only calling us out for our bias, but they're noticing it. We have to now suppress something from Donald Trump to make it look like we're not suppressing, we're not just suppressing news about Joe Biden or Democrats in general, that we're unbiased, that we're actually unbiased as we claim to be. That is the second, and to me, that is the reason why we're not seeing these allegations um, as much. I had to find out by watching an independent, independent, independent media YouTuber well, you know, person who reports on politics and the news in general, but independent media nonetheless. I had to get a Donald Trump rape allegation from an independent media person. Mainstream media at any other day, any other time during a Trump presidency would be the one to put this out. CNN, MSNBC will be the ones to put this out. But because... They know for a fact if they put this out, Trump is just going to have more ammunition. And he's right. He's right when he calls out the media and how come they're suppressing your scandal, but not my tax information. He's right in that sense. He's right to say that because he's correct in what he is saying. They know he is correct. They don't want to continuously get exposed by Trump and others who are calling them out. Therefore, they're like, okay, Trump, we're going to do you this solid, not because we think this woman is lying, not because we have a bias toward you, but because we're trying to protect our reputation by continuously fooling the people into thinking we're unbiased when we're not. So if that means we have to take this one for the team and not report on a Trump rape allegation, we will do that because we want to continue to fool the people into thinking that we have their best interests at heart, that we simply just want to present them with the quote unquote factual information. No. I see right through it. That's not why this is not blowing up. Like I said, it could be one of those two reasons. I think it's the second reason. But it could be this woman is flat out lying. It could be that she just thought she she's a real big uh, Joe Biden supporter or she's someone on the left and she's like, you know what? Let, I got this picture with Donald Trump. Let me take this opportunity to try to take him down because 
it's not looking good for old Sleepy Joe. And I can't have four more years of Donald Trump. Therefore, I will, if I have to lie about rape, I will do so. If it means that it's going to get Trump out of the White House. What she didn't fully flesh out was how the media was going to handle the situation. Sure, at any other time, like I said, this woman would have gotten so much attention. And I could be speaking too early. They could be waiting until after election to see what happens with this information. They could be saying, wait, saying that could be a, a third option now that I think about it. That the only reason why they're, the mainstream media isn't talking about this is because they're waiting to see what happens on doomsday night. They're waiting to see the results. And if it is the results that they don't want, obviously, a Trump presidency, then they're like, okay, let's hit the switch and let's try to get him impeached with this information. But that's not justice. Granted, if he is actually guilty of raping this woman, or anybody for that matter, yeah, the rape victim deserves justice, but they don't deserve their suffering to be treated as a tool to as a war tactic basically imagine someone doing something wrong to you and people and entities use that as a tool to take out the competition They don't really care about your well-being or what happened to you. Yeah, they're going to put on a front and and say that they do, but they don't really care because they're going to sit on this information that they have and wait and see what happens and then make a plan of attack. If, 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 If the move that happens is a move that they aren't too fond of, that's fucked up. That's fucked up of any media outlet to say, we got this information. We're not going to put it out there until after election night. Depending on the results, by the way. Meaning, if Joe Biden wins and they have this information, they I doubt they're going to put it out because there's no need for them to smear Donald Trump's name anymore because he is no longer president. They'll just go back to uh, liking him and he'll end up being the lovable asshole that he was when he got into the White House. I mean, before he got into the White House. That's how they're going to see it. Okay, good. The guy who exposes our privilege, the guy who exposes everything. And and when I say exposes, I'm not saying Donald Trump himself exposed everything I Donald Trump presidency opened a lot of people's eyes to a lot of things and I feel like more and more people started to become more awake and they started to look into media portrayal the media in general um censorship um how these tech companies are fucking with our data how these tech companies are in bed with certain political parties and corporations how 
corrupt corporations are. Again, a myriad of issues that was going on Obama years, prior to Obama years as well. But more and more people are becoming more awake because Donald Trump was the president when everybody had this awakening. And they don't want that. They don't want the... They don't want more people to become awake. They don't want more people finding out things. So, they support the presidential candidate who is ensuring them that things will go back to how they used to be. Where these companies, corporations entities can go back to lying, stealing, cheating abusing, using the people and nobody gave a damn because life is so good and brunch is so good because we don't have to worry about a president exposing shit Yeah, that's what I got to say about the whole rape allegation shit. Um, Again, I haven't seen any evidence, enough evidence to prove that this woman is telling the truth, nor that she's lying. What we do know is Donald Trump is a creep. What we also do know that he, he is a liar as well. So if you're going to based off of these two things, it would not be surprising. It'd be unfortunate, of course, but it would not be surprising if what this woman is saying is true but going based off of how many people detest Trump and how many people the lengths that they tried I mean Russiagate hello Russiagate the biggest fucking fail of all time in attempt to try to tarnish someone's name Russiagate they tried to get him to fuck about a paint with Russia Gate. It didn't work because there was not enough substantial evidence to prove that this is even a real thing. I say that because who knows? Maybe this woman could be something that was planted because, well, We have to find out a way to get him out the paint if he ends up winning. I hope that's not the case. I hate I hate hearing stories about um, rape in general, but false rape allegations uh, and especially. I know too many people, women especially, but I know too many people who have actually been raped and they either did not go to the authority or when they did go to the authority their rapist was never punished because they weren't believed and this that and the third and these situations fucking suck so yeah when it it, it really it really makes me mad when I hear people lie about rape because You are part of the problem. 
you are part of the problem when you think you could just use rape and as a tool to tarnish someone's name. Meanwhile, there are people, especially if you're a woman who does that, and me- knowing damn well there are other women out there that women are less likely to be be believed. Well, there's a overwhelming amount of women who are likely to be looked at as liars. Especially if the rapist is a rich white male. It's just, it's crazy. So, if you came here and you was expecting me to trash Donald Trump, I mean, I did trash him, but if you were expecting me to just hop on that he's guilty train, again, I don't feel comfortable doing that. And this has nothing to do with, uh, you know, a support for him because fuck him. But I don't feel comfortable doing that without the evidence, obviously. But I also don't feel comfortable saying, well, there's no evidence showing that this woman is lying either. So I'm going to fall back. And that's why I took the time to not say, oh, I think she's lying or I think he's lying. And I pretty much detailed why I believe mainstream media isn't talking about this. Because other than the independent media outlet that I saw bring this up, I'm the second individual to bring this up. That I'm seeing bring this up. I have not seen this trend on Twitter even though his taxes did. Even though the grab him by the pussy comments did. You mean to tell me a comment gets more trending than the actual accusation? And I know Twitter's gonna be like, you know we're on it. We're, we're trying to, you know, decipher between fake news and shit. Y'all never was, y'all was not trying to do that prior to Biden's shit getting exposed. Shut up. Stop lying. You, Facebook, and all the other entities need to stop lying. I didn't care about fake news versus real news prior to all that. Save face all you want. And you probably do know, you do have information. Let me put it that way. You do have information on this situation. You just don't want to put it out because you're waiting for what happens after doomsday or your, or you're just trying to make yourself look as unbiased as possible by not exposing this. Because if you do expose it, you know Trump is going to come out and say, See? See? What about Tara Reid, though? When Tara Reid came out, y'all, what about Tara Reid? Y'all wasn't throwing this shit around. Her statement's around. But you throw my accuser statements around and everything? They don't want to get exposed yet again. They meaning the tech companies. They meaning the media. Mainstream media. They don't want to get exposed yet again for their biases. As many times as they've been exposed, they don't want to get exposed yet again. But I'm doing it right now. Expose y'all niggas. Because it is what it is. And the truth is... Y'all, y'all biased. 
truth is, these are the things y'all do. Because of your bias, you will withhold information and then put it out at a time where you think is um, going to benefit you all um, in some way. Or you would withhold information because you have another, you have ulterior motives as to why you're withholding information and you're not being upfront with those motives. Hence why they're ulterior motives. That's all I got to say about that. We still got more topics to talk about. (laughs) So stay tuned. One of the last I think this is Second to last news Maybe Or probably like third to last But hey Bear with me (laughs) If you're still listening I appreciate that for real For real Um, You know Even if you were listening before And you had to pause and stuff And you came back I appreciate that I understand Um, You know People got things to do not everybody got time like I got time. Because um, that's all I got now is, is time. Um, it's the only currency I got. But anyways, I appreciate you for listening. But we're not done yet. Here to talk about Ice Cube once again. Uh, this segment um, entitled is Ice Cube Update. I'm giving y'all just a, I don't think this is going to be a long segment or whatever, um, but just an update on Ice Cube and not the backlash and stuff, but pretty much uh, what the plan is and and um, some more news related to that. So, uh, Ice Cube was... Kamala had a um, Skype meeting or she wanted to set up a Skype meeting. Before I get into that, let me just say. So when I reported on the news last week about Ice Cube meeting up uh, with Donald Trump and supposedly meeting up with uh, um, you know, supposedly being told by the DNC or the Democrats that they will wait until after uh, the election to meet with him. Um, supposedly that wasn't true. From what the Grigio says, oh, Grio, that's what it's called, right? The Grio? That's what I believe that publication is. Either or, Grio reportedly put out a, a report saying that. Um, Ice Cube actually turned down the Democrats. Um, they did not tell him they would wait for um, till after the election to meet with him, but he actually turned them down. Grill also reported Ice Cube has turned down. Now, this one is actually true. Uh... That first statement, I don't know if it's true, but this one is actually true because Ice Cube in his own way confirmed it to be true. Um, They also reported that Ice Cube turned down a meeting uh, 
Skype meeting, uh, not Skype, but Zoom meeting, virtual meeting basically with Kamala Harris and other celebrities because he wanted to have, he wanted the focal point to be about, he wanted that one-on-one conversation with Kamala. He didn't want other people in the room from what he said as to why he turned down said meeting. So that's the actual fact that was turned down. I'm not sure if, you know, he actually did turn down the D, uh, the, the Democrats, um, when they reached out to him. Um, but if that is the truth and yet he put it out there and said, no, they told me to meet after the election. Yeah. I'm looking at ice cube. Like, bro, why'd you lie? Yeah, I'm looking at him a little bit differently. Like, if you wanted to personally meet with the Democrats till after the election, just say that. Just say, I met with Donald Trump now because he's the president now. Or for whatever reason, you met with Donald Trump now. And then say, I wanted to meet with the Dem... I want to meet or I plan to meet with the Democrats after the election. That's all you had to say. If with the griot put out is actually true what do I think is the truth I want to say I I believe Ice Cube because I feel like he first of all he made the statements weeks ago I feel like the Dems would would have came out immediately if they did not tell Ice Cube they would meet with him after the election and say no we did not tell you that Cube we told you we reached out to you and you said nah now this this uh, this black dude because the grill reported it but it was some black dude who's within the democratic uh within a dnc uh forget the dude's name but he's the one who actually reported it as well saying that the dnc did not um turn or tell ice cube after the election that he actually turned down DNC. My thing is, black dude who reported this, how come you didn't say that the moment Ice Cube came out once again and said, the DNC told me after the election. So I met with the political party who was willing to meet with me right now. And that happened to be the Republicans, Donald Trump's Republicans to be exact. It's it, it, that it's kind of fishy in that sense. It's like, why not have that opportunity? If someone tells, says, you know, let's let's just say, let's make up a scenario. It's supposed to be a guest on my show, right? And this guest is a famous guest, you know? Um, and the guest comes out and says, with the ordeal between me and this guest is, I told the guest, yeah, I would love to have you on the show, but let's wait till after Doomsday, the election, basically. I told the, the guests the same thing. Let's wait till after Doomsday to have this discussion about the results and everything. And then the guest comes out and says, Ernest told me that, you know, uh, no, I got that situation messed up. I, I And I'm not going to edit it out. So it will be like the guest saying that I told him or her 
that I would meet with them after doomsday. But in actuality, when I reached out to the guests to be on my show, the Earnest Thoughts podcast, they turned me down. If said guests were to put it out there and make it seem like I was trying to uh, wait, I was trying to wait it out and some shit. Best believe I'm coming out and with the evidence because I always got receipts. I keeps my receipts. I'm coming out with the evidence to prove that not only did you lie and say that I said X, Y, Z when actuality, that's not what happened. But I got the receipts, nigga. I got the receipts to show you, to show the people what really went down. Now, I'm not saying the DNC, I don't know how this communication between Cuban and the DNC went. I don't know if it was a phone call. I don't know if it was a text, email, whatever. They were flying birds to one another and messaging throughout that way. I don't know. But what I do know is one individual said the DNC told him they will meet with him after the election. Democrats are saying, or at least somebody who is representative, who claims to be a representative of the Democrats, is saying Ice Cube turned us down. So that's weird. That's weird. And I don't know what side to believe. We will see, I guess. Um, I want to believe Ice Cube. I want to believe that he is telling the truth. But again, if he is lying, bro, you're messing up. You're you're messing this shit up already. Even though that's a small ass lie. That's a it's a tiny lie to lie about. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, he could have easily just said, I, I want to meet with the Democrats after the election. Simple as that. You didn't have to lie about that. But still, that kind of tarnishes what he is doing in the first place. Because the, the, the people who are already being judgmental, they're not they're not going to listen to that. They're not going to care. They're going to say, he lied. He doesn't care about this shit. So why should we listen to what he has to say? Sure, the messenger may have lied. That does not mean the message is a bad message. But these motherfuckers would turn down the message. And say the message is a lie. We don't need this message. And that hurts us black folks. Not to say that I had faith the Democrats were going to actually do anything or listen. But at least if the message was put out there. That in the smallest of way helped black folks. But this lying shit because I don't know. It. That's not helping the cause. That's all I'm going to say here. So let's get back on track to the Kamala meeting that she wanted to have with a bunch of other celebrities. They were named, but I forgot who because it really doesn't matter. Um, And they weren't notable names for me to want to remember them, to be honest with you. They were like, I want to say Cardi B, but I don't think she was on it. But still, it was like... It was like political figure, not even political figures, celebrities who 
aren't political figures, but the DNC, the Democrats would want you to believe they're political figures because they want the black and brown fans of these celebrities to look up to them and say, well, if Cardi B is voting for the Democrats, then I will get their vote. And then they just want to continue the game. That's all. And nothing to do with it. But anyways, it was Ice Cube, other celebrities, and then Kamala. They were all supposed to have this uh, Zoom meeting and Ice Cube turned down the meeting because he wanted a one-on-one with Miss Harris. I understand she's fine. No, I'm I'm just joking. I I understand wanting the exact, just direct contact with Miss Harris, but Cube, you know that. Again, Cube needs to be smarter. Cube, he should be smarter than this. You know that's not going to happen, Ice Cube. You are not getting a one-on-one sit-down, whether it be in person or in virtual reality, with Kamala Harris or Joe Biden. It's not going to happen. You one-on-one with them, especially Kamala, the very woman who laughs off questions that she knows she can't answer, You're not getting that one-on-one with her, man. What I would have done if I was Cube was I would have taken that meeting and then continued talking my shit and exposing the dumb motherfuckers that Kamala has on the side of her because we know why they were put there. Not only to fool black people into thinking that they are political pundits, but they were there to try to apply peer pressure. Because these other people were other musicians. They were there to try try to apply peer pressure to Cube. Come on, Cube. Come in line with us. Join us. So I understand him not wanting to talk to them motherfuckers, but I would have taken the time. I would have taken the time to expose all y'all and be like, y'all are stupid and this is why y'all are stupid. And I'm here to talk business. Cube, that would that would have been the perfect opportunity for you to show that you are not going to be easily swayed. That they are to take you seriously. Because you're not one of these celebrities that is bought and paid off. And can be told what to support. And that you're a man who stands on your own despite what the public opinion might say about you. And I'm loud and stuff because I'm frustrated because I'm like, bro, like you're, you should have known, man. I'm frustrated because I think highly, uh, I think higher of Ice Cube. I think he should know better. I'm not saying shit would have been accomplished, even if he did get to somehow get the one-on-one with Kamala Harris I still have doubts in my mind that she would have looked at Ice Cube and said wow he really inspired me to make a change I'm looking at the woman in the mirror I have to make a change no it would have been the same old same old that we're getting from Kamala Harris the same old same old 
But at least if you were to go there and shut those other celebrities down and then went to Kamala and said, listen, I know you got your little puppets on the side over here. They're trying to take away the attention from you and all this other stuff. But guess what? I'm here to talk business. And if you're going to invite me on this Zoom call and use up my time, because this is time I could be taking. I could be uh, taking this time out right now to continuously plan out this contract with Black America. So as long as you have my time right now, you are going to respect my time and we are going to discuss business. Not peer pressure. We're not going to peer pressure me into shutting up. We're not going to take this time to peer pressure me into joining your side or seeing things your way or pushing the same BS narratives that you want me to push. No, we're here to talk to talk business. The very business that you claim that you want to talk about. Because if not, get me off this call right now. Let it be clear to the people watching this call right now who might be watching this call right now or whatever. That you truly do not care. That you got these celebs on the side and shit. To try to peer pressure me into falling falling in line. Absolutely not. Ice Cube, you could have done all of that, man. Instead of turning it down. Now he's got his reasons. And I'm not Ice Cube. And the thing is... As much as I'm disappointed in his decision... I'm not looking to Ice Cube to be my voice. You see how well I just said all of that? Well, I could be my own damn voice. If I'm given an opportunity such as that to sit with Kamala Harris, whether it be in person or via uh, a Zoom meeting, and then the other celebrities are there and they're trying to peer pressure me or all the other peers of mine, you're probably listening to me right now. You're thinking there's other people. It's bad enough. Ernest thinks this way. He's probably the people in his life that got him. Absolutely not. There's a reason why I do this podcast by myself. Well, many reasons. It's because nobody else that I know thinks the way that I do or believes in the shit that I do. And it's got nothing to do with me wanting people to agree. I would love to have a co-host. Who disagrees with me on shit? Not to the point where we're yelling and bickering and shit, but I would love to have a co-host who disagrees with me on things. The thing is, people who disagree with me on things don't want to talk to me about these things. Because their way of communicating is the back and forth bickering and shouting and stuff. And yeah, that is going to happen. Whether you are really cool with somebody or not. But if it were to happen all the time. Absolutely not. Shout out to my guy. uh, Jay Burritos. Um, I believe. And I could be wrong on this one. But I think the last time. um, He ended up moving somewhere. He used to live in Atlanta. Um, He ended up moving. 
and he started a podcast with the people that he initially moved in with or whatever. I think uh, he ended up getting a new job somewhere else and he started a podcast with, you know, some friends or people he know in whatever place he's living in. I heard that he stopped doing that podcast because they they just disagreed too much. There comes a time where agreeing too much with somebody becomes toxic. And then there comes a time where disagreeances become toxic. My man Jay was going through those times where it seemed as though every podcast was a heated argument. That gets tiring. That gets draining. And you start to look at the people that you're arguing with and and ask yourself... Why are we even fucking with one another in the first place? Do we even like each other? Because honestly, we're arguing for a reason. And these thoughts now have me thinking this about you. And I'm sure that you're probably thinking the same thing in your head. Wow, I really don't fuck with this person. So, to anybody listening right now. I would love, and you're th- you're you're thinking I would love to be on this podcast, not just as a guest, but as a as a co-host, and we could talk about the, the this thing, and we could talk about that. I share my my thoughts and stuff. That's perfectly fine. That's cool. And heck, I w- I would love that for the My Two Cents podcast as well. If we end up listening to the same album or a different album, um, we could do like two albums. Uh, Meaning one album from me, one album review from me, and one album review from you. And then we could talk about our thoughts, our likes and dislikes about the albums that we listen to. And if we end up listening to the same album, we can then debate, you know, our thoughts and this, that, and the third. But if it, at any point, I'm letting you know right now, this is for any future possible co-hosts for both of my podcasts. This one or the My Two Cents podcast. At any point in time, the arguments become toxic. Yeah, I'm taking my podcast back. I started them. (laughs) I'm letting y'all know right now. I started them by myself, and I will end them by myself. And, you know, I, I will do that. I have zero problems in doing so. So, I say all that just to say, man, like, (sighs) Cube, you could have, you should have taken a meeting. I know that probably had nothing to do with nothing, but Cube, you should have taken a meeting. And I'm not saying that. Take the meeting to hear out Kamala, because she was just going to give you a bunch of BS. I'm not saying take the meeting to hear out the celebrities because all they were going to do once again was try to get you to see things their way and try to peer pressure you into um, voting for Biden. Or they would have done what Vivica A. Fox did and, and all those other women and try to shame you for doing what you did. That. That's that was their their motives are not to try to hear you out. Their motives are not to try to learn something from you. I get that. 
And if that's your reason for why you didn't take the meeting, or at least part of your reason, because he said his reason was he wanted a one-on-one with Kamala, not a five-on-one or however many other guests um, there were on the side, aside from Kamala Harris. Kamala, I keep saying Kamala, Kamala, because I know people make a big deal out of that. It's not me purposely doing it. As much as you probably think I am purposely doing it. I spent three years calling her Kamala. So it's going to take me some time to not call her. Refer to her as Kamala. And, or Kamala. See, I, I, I said Kamala. Anyways, um, that's what I would have done. I'm not looking for Ice Cube to be my voice at the end of the day. Um... I wanted to give you all that update because I thought it was an important one to talk about. Um, And I just wanted to share my thoughts on the situation. Um, Again, I would have taken the meeting just to sun everybody. And I do mean everybody. Just to sun them to show them that I mean business. You know? Um, And I would have kept it moving after that. Now, would I have taken any other meeting after that? No, because I know it would have been, okay, let's try again to peer pressure Ernest into, nah. It would have been a one and done meeting for sure, but I would have taken it just to sun them. I would have recorded it as well and exposed it to people, uploaded it on YouTube you know, just uploaded it everywhere and be like, look what they try to do to your boy. But hey, not everybody thinks is is as calculated as I am. Not even Ice Cube, I see. But uh, we got one more topic, and uh, I really think that this last topic um needs to be discussed. So. If you are still listening, I love you. Stay tuned. Oh, man. Leave the F baby and I have it full fuck out of here. <laughs> Lil Stain. Lil Stain. Lil Stain is actually a nickname I came up with for Lil Wayne um, back in middle school. Um, I never liked Lil Wayne. I never liked Lil Wayne. Um... I thought his music was over a hype. He's got some hits. Don't get me wrong. He's got he's got a lot of hits. He's got some hits that I actually like. But he has a lot of hits. Um, and he's had a pretty impactful rap career. Me being a non-fan and a non-believer in his talents... Um, I can admit to that because I see the impact that he has on hip hop or just rap music in general and just just my peers growing up and peep and then lives of individuals 
I can see all of that. I can admit to seeing that. I, just because I don't like him doesn't mean I'm going to be blind to all that. I'm not like you haters out there. Y'all haters, especially LeBron James haters. You ain't got to like LeBron James, but to say that he sucks and all this other stuff and he's not good and he's... Bruh. Nah. You can acknowledge somebody's impact on whatever and still on their you can acknowledge someone's overall impact on whatever and still say personally it's not for me, but I can acknowledge it. That's how I feel about Lil Stain. Now, it's not just his bad music, it, and it has nothing to do with the music as to why I really, really dislike Lil Stain as an individual. Because even if he made good music, or if he made bad music but wasn't a bad person, like many other artists, I wouldn't be calling him Lil Stain. What really ticked me off about Lil Stain was the first comments he made um, years, years, years ago. Um, And I believe I was in high school when he made these comments. So after middle school. But nonetheless, still. um, He made comments about dark-skinned women. Um, It was about black women in general. Because I think that he said he would only mess with black women if they were light-skinned women. But dark-skinned women in general. And how the only dark-skinned woman he's ever loved. Um, was his daughter and or is his daughter and um, Regine Carter for those who don't know and basically the only reason why he got with Regine's mom um, was you know he, it was on the mindset of she's pretty for a dark skinned girl And he felt like he had no options at the time because he wasn't the little Wayne that we all know, that we know and you love, because I don't love the guy, but he wasn't the little Wayne that we all know and you love at at this moment when he and, um, I forget her name, what's her name, Toya? Is it LaToya, Toya? Something like that. I could be mixing it up, but... um, Latoya or Toya, even though I think Toya is short for Latoya, but they might be two different names. You never know. Um, that for some reason that's coming to mind. Either or, um, you know, when he first got with her, he wasn't as famous as he is now, and she fine as hell. So it's like, bruh, like, but dark skinned women are fine as hell in general. So, but still, Latoya, Toya. Aha! Fuck your baby daddy. Anyways, um, it was that that rubbed me the wrong way when I first uh, heard it, and I think I was in high school, um, or at least the eighth grade, I want to say. And to see other dudes, and I'm no stranger to to colorism, um, to see the amount of younger dudes who were listening to Lil Wayne. And for him to make statements like that, and we were just young dudes, and and a lot of us were, I mean, I was an impressionable young teen as well, 
not when it came to people dogging dark-skinned women, but with certain other things, I was very impressionable as well. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, trying to paint it as I wasn't out here. I wasn't a trash ass teenager and influenced by trash ass niggas that I saw. Um, but it wasn't like everything that I saw I was influenced by. The colorism was not one of those things that influenced me to, you know, as I was growing up or as I was a teenage boy to say, oh, dark skinned women are ugly and these dark skinned girls are this, that, and the third because Lil Wayne said it and all these other people said it. No. I, I was never on that yoke. I was influenced by some other shit, not that shit. But it was it was sad to me to to see, especially um, the other black teens say shit like that. Um, and they would be coloristic, downright disrespectful, disrespectful to the black girls and stuff. They were all into the Latinas and everything, which would be hilarious in a sad way because a lot of the Latinas we went to school with especially the the Dominicanas they weren't dark skinned like the dark skinned black women but they were definitely not light skinned they were browns they were like either the same hue as me some of them a lot of them actually were actually darker they weren't the lightest of uh, they, they weren't Alicia Keys out here sure you had some Alicia Keys looking ones but they weren't Alicia Keys out here they were either a Beyonce skin tone or they were let me think of a brown skin woman who is like damn should I say Michelle because she's, she's not really like dark and light and either. Either or, they didn't mind those women. But, ew, dark-skinned black women. Ew, black women in general, unless she's light-skinned. And that was the case. Growing up. And people can argue, it's the other same way now. No. Maybe. I, I personally, uh, I'm one, I'm not in... I'm not in middle school or high school, so I don't know how teens think. Two, um, I don't have friends, so I don't, <laughs> I don't know how, I don't how know how niggas think. I know how I think. I know how this nigga thinks, and this nigga still finds dark skin and light skin and caramel skin and and brown skin women in all shades of black women attractive. It's been that way since I was a kid. It is that way now. So I just know how I think it feel. Um, it would be sad if people still thinking the way Wayne did. It'd be sad if Lil Stain still thought the way he did about dark skinned women now. But it wouldn't be surprising. That was instance number one. Instance number two was he was 
Lil Wayne was Blue Lives Matter and All Lives Matter before Black Lives Matter and 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 became a thing and before All Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter was a thing. Lil Wayne is on record saying that he don't hate the police even though he's made rap songs about uh, the criminal element and and being an outlaw and and not fucking with the police but he doesn't hate the police because when he was shot as a a little baby um or little youngin it was a white police officer who saved his life now that's a sweet little story that's a sweet little nice cop story i feel like a lot of people not all but a lot of people got nice cop stories i have nice cop stories believe it or not it doesn't mean that i'm gonna look at all cops and be like they're all good though when overwhelmingly i have a more i have a lot more bad cop stories than i do nice cop stories and in fact i only have two good cop stories two two I have a lot more bad cop stories. Let's keep it a funky. No way you got that one good cop story. As far as we know. Now, I'm not saying because Lil Wayne is a Blue Lives Matter activist. And he's an All Lives Matter activist too because he was he was one of those rappers that was big up in white women like crazy back in the day as well. Um but I'm not saying this makes him a terrible person. But just like how Waka Flocka Whack Ass Flame, or Waka Flocka Lame is what I'm calling him, they're bringing up these situations not because they want to throw out a different perspective, but they're throwing it out there because they want to shit on BLM. They want to shit on black folks in general. I've been told y'all about Waka Flocka, by the way. I made a video on it on YouTube. Uh, I'll leave the YouTube channel um, in the description box below. And also, I rebranded the YouTube channel, at least one of them, um, into my own little mini network. There you are going to see... You you will hear this podcast on your YouTube channel as well, simply because I'll have the waveform version. So not only is there a audio version, which maybe some of y'all are listening to, there's a waveform version, which you can catch on YouTube, and then the video version, which you can catch on Patreon. So whatever your avenue is, whatever your favorite thing is, you have options. I'm sorry, but you got options. Um, just like how the political spectrum should be options you know rank choice voting vote yes on rank choice voting by the way well by the time well now actually well hopefully you're listening to this on monday um because if you are vote yes on rank choice voting if that is a question in your mother freaking state vote yes on that options nigga anyways back to this program schedule program um, Lil Wayne, um, it, it, it's not because he's all lives matter and blue lives matter. I could care less about what a celeb does and thinks, man. 
but I don't like when people support though support the cops to shit on Black Lives Matter. I don't like when people support All Lives Matter to shit on Black Lives Matter. Because again, and I've stated this before, if you truly believe All Lives Matter, people saying Black Lives Matter would not bother you. You want to know why? Because you'd say, yeah, I believe All Lives Matter. So if All Lives really do matter to me, I have zero problems with Black Lives Matter being chanted. Again, this got nothing to do with the organization. You can hate the organization and still like Black Lives. Don't let anybody try to tell you any differently. The organization is out here doing some sus shit, questionable shit. They should be questioned. They should be looked at oddly. But you know who should not be looked at oddly because of that? Black people. Black people who are trying to remind you that black lives actually do matter. Lil Wayne, he's he's done everything to show us that all he cares about is his money, his reputation. His reputation meaning his standing with white folks. That's what I mean by reputation. So he showed us plenty of times before because white folks are his his fan base, let's keep it a buck, that if he has to meet with Donald Trump, if he has to say blue lives matter, if he has to say all lives matter, if he has to down dark-skinned women, down black people, down black lives matter, he will do so because his flexion, whack-ass rap career that should have never popped as big as it did, yep, it's no longer there because he was overpassed by Drake, by Nicki Minaj. Two artists who are bigger than he is at this moment, and rightfully so. Two artists I don't I, I don't really listen to either. But if given a choice between Wayne, Drake, Nicki, <laughs> I'm sorry. I. I I don't know who I will choose actually now that I think about it. <laughs> but Drake and Nikki, they say dumb shit, but they haven't said dumb shit that, that would, well, Nikki has. Um, but I don't pay attention to her like that. Drake said dumb shit, but he hasn't said dumb shit for me to want to say, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. You're getting the nickname like Lil Stain. I don't have a nickname for Drake. I don't have one for Nikki either. And I guess that's a good thing since they hadn't pissed me off that much. I don't know. This ain't about them right now. This is about Lil Wayne. Now, the reason why I'm talking about Lil Wayne is not to complain about him meeting with Trump on some fake BS stuff about him wanting to, to help out the black community. No, it's not. He saw He saw this as a business opportunity to get his name out there. The same way Kanye West did it. And you know how Donald Trump is when a black celeb approaches him, especially a black rapper. He's always going to be up to show that he's not racist. He's always going to be up to show the undecided black voters or the dumbass black voters. Let me put it that way. Because I don't want to lump undecideds and dumbasses together. Let me put it this way. Yes, I'm vote shaming 
voters who vote people based off of which celebrities they like are endorsing said candidate. That's absolutely fucking stupid. Hey, I'm saying it now. There's, there's, uh, Don Cheeto. Love Don Cheeto. He's back in Biden. Guess who's not voting for Biden because Don Cheeto said so? Me. And I named Cardi B and all these other celebs who back Biden and, and, and Kamala. I'm really, I'm pretty sure there are other celebs that I love backing them up. Oh yeah, this is not the last. I just realized I got to talk about Noam Chomsky. Shit. And I said this was the last segment. Hey, Noam will be the last one for real, for real, for real. I got to get all these topics out. This is not one of those situations where I'm going to split it up and talk about three this week and three the next week and three the other week. No, I got to get these topics out because again, they all pertain to the election some way, somehow. And to me, it makes more sense to actually get these out Monday morning, the week of election, rather than we wait the week after election, because the week after election will be a whole different podcast. So, hey, if it's too long for you, break it up, break it up in pieces. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to listen to it all in one setting. If you do, you are a fucking rock star and I love you. And I love you if you break it up. As long as you listen, I'm cool with it. I, but back on the topic at hand. There are celebrities that I'm pretty sure there are. I, I haven't seen any, but I'm pretty sure there are celebrities that I absolutely love who are voting for Biden. Guess who's not going to vote for Biden because Beyonce and anybody else is going to vote for Biden or saying they are going to vote for Biden. Me. I vote my conscience. I vote who I believe is the best candidate. You are a dumb ass who needs to be... You a grown ass man or a grown ass woman. A grown ass person. And you gotta watch a, a celebrity tell you who to vote for. Nah, I'm not going easy on you. That's some dumb ass shit. You a grown ass adult. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, I'm shaming you right now. This ain't even jokes. This is literally me shaming you unshamingly shaming you right now. You're a dumbass. You shouldn't even have the right to vote. Give that right to vote to a prisoner who lost their fucking right because of the crime bill. Give that right to vote to somebody who came to this country illegally in quotation marks who can make up their own fucking decision. You're a dumbass if you need a celebrity to tell you who to vote for. Whether you're voting for Biden, whether you're voting for Trump, whether you're voting for third party. Vote your fucking conscience and stop listening to these celebs. And therefore, when they say shit and you're like, I don't know about that, you don't know about that, then don't vote. But simply because Lil Wayne, Lil Stain said something, fuck out of here. Now, here's why I really wanted to talk about Lil Stain. It's because we all know it. We meet in black men. We know it. We see it. We see it coming. Lil Stain, Waka Flocka Lame. 
People are going to throw Ice Cube and 50 Cent in there. Ice Cube does not endorse Trump. So I'm not going to say Ice Cube. 50 Cent said that he, he made a comment and then he took it back once he saw the backlash. But you can't believe anything 50 says anyways. But I'm going to say Lil Stain and Waka Flocka Lane. And people are going to say Lil Pump too. I don't give a fuck about that retard. Shut up. But Lil Flame. Lil, Lil, Lil Flame. Lil Stain and Waka Flocka Lane. Two black dudes. Back in Trump. Verbally. Let's just say that. We all know that is enough for the stink pieces to come out about black men supporting Trump. And if Trump is elected, it is black men's fault. Yep. We, first of all, we called it way before all that was happening. We called it. You heard me plenty of times on this podcast. Check my resume. Check the receipts. You heard me plenty of times say, if Trump is reelected, guess who is going to be blamed? Black men, third party voters. I think this time they're going to go extra heavy on black men. They're not even talking third party voters anymore. Maybe because they don't see Howie Hawkins as a threat. As much of a threat as Jill, they probably saw Jill Stein. Simply because it was white woman versus white woman versus white man. And now you got all three white men. You got Biden, Howie Hawkins, and, and Trump. Or maybe because y'all motherfucking sexist, y'all damn selves, and y'all took that opportunity to shit on a woman, Jill Stein, while claiming to be about the political party that is against sexism, and you voted for Hillary because women power, except for if you're a woman who isn't the status quo woman or the popular woman, then it's fuck you, bitch, get out of here. Yeah. Equality, right? Anyways, we see it coming. We know it's coming. We see it. This is how it's going to be framed. If Donald Trump wins on Doomsday, it's black men's vote because Lil Wayne's vote, Waka Flocka Lame's vote, two of those votes that only counted for two votes apparently counted for every single black male vote. And let me be clear, heterosexual black male vote. Their their votes count for all of us, brothers. So, shit. (laughs) We see it coming. And I know you know we know. A lot of them don't care. I talked about Jamel Hill last week. And this is how she makes her money. A lot of them, that's how they make their bread. A lot of them benefit from a Trump being in the White House. A lot of them, after Trump, if he if he uh, does win again, and the eight years are up and we get a Ricky Rubio... Um, not Rubio, is it Ted Cruz? Yeah, Ted Cruz or some, uh, what's his name? Tom Cotton, something like that. And we get a Republican. They still going to run the same games, same old games. This is their bread and butter. 
I'm only making this segment to let y'all know that I know that you know that we know that it's coming. <laughs> and to expose those who possibly don't know, because not everybody's going to know. Not everybody's going to know. I want the people, especially to who are listening to this, to know the type of bullshit mind games that these weirdos play. Only 8% of the black male voting population voted for Donald Trump back in 2016. 88% of the black male voting population voted for Hillary. The rest of us voted third party. Or, yeah. And that is of the black male voting population. Not black male population in general. Even though they're going to get thrown under the bus as well. Because of a little stain in Waka Flocka Lane. But the black male voting population. Once again, 88% of the black male voting population voted for Hillary Clinton in 2016. 8% voted for Donald Trump. So even if the black males, the majority of the... which will possibly be the same case i i assume that it's gonna bump up to probably about 90 90 percent of the black male voting population voting for for joe biden and kamala harris i i i'm predicting about around those numbers 88 90 percent if it's a little over cool if it's a little under cool but I don't see it going lower than 88% again. That's still larger than the white male population, by the way. The black male voting population for Hillary was larger than the white male voting population. Yet it was black men's fault. It was black men's fault for their sexism. Yeah, 88% of the black male voting population who voted for a woman constitutes for 100% of the sexist black uh, of black men being sexist. Narratives, narratives, narratives. And narratives are the worst because people dumbasses believe them and we're, we're, we we sadly live in a world where people don't look into them and the people who do look into them are ignored when we share these numbers and say ah no actually the majority of us vote not only vote democrat but we voted for hillary so you're saying that black Hillary lost because of black men and our sexism when we were the leading male voting population in 2016 to vote 
for a female president. And I say we as in black folks who voted for her, but I voted for a woman as well. It wasn't Hillary, but I still voted for a woman, period. And even if I didn't, it doesn't make me not sexist. It doesn't make me sexist, what I'm saying. Y'all just don't want the truth. Y'all don't want to accept the truth. Truth is, we know. And I think y'all know we know. And y'all are ignoring it because, again, narratives and the truth that you want it to be is, is you just want reasons to hate us. Now, y'all not going to hear me talk about this anymore unless I have something new to say because the two or three times I feel like I talked about this, at least on this podcast, I feel like I've already, I'm at this point beaten, I'm beating a dead horse. And... Me exposing it, it, nothing is going to change. The weirdos are still going to be weird. They're not going to be like, damn it. Ernest and, and, and other black men found out. Okay, abort, abort. They're not going to do that. They're going to still continue doing what the fuck they do. And then acting like the narratives that they're putting out, the false narratives that they're put out is real. Because they want to mask their hatred. And their wants for and their desires to be white. Now that's a subject that I would love to talk about. Just not now. The podcast has gone long gone on long enough. And I do have one last topic to talk about. Noam Chomsky. Aha, you old bastard. You next. Stay tuned.